in my short 14 years, I've learned there's nothing like that serious. Everything happens for a reason. And as long as I'm not hurting anybody, nobody's hurting me, there's nothing ever that serious. So I should just do what I love and let other people do what they love and enjoy the life that God has given us. I see the walls before me. I feel the cages forming. Seems like the world is falling, but I keep my head off the ground. I see the world before me. I know what change is coming. I hear the world is calling, so I keep my head off the ground. We break into everything. We break into Hello and welcome to the Barrier Breakers Corner, where we shift mindsets around various topics such as family, finance, relationships, dreams and visions, and most importantly, opportunities and how to walk into them. We want to annihilate the assumption that we cannot break barriers. Let me tell you this today. There is more on the other side of you breaking that barrier that you would never know unless you do. We break into everything. Hello guys, welcome to Barrier Breakers Corner Podcast. This is season four. I'm your host, Inufolami. In this season, it's all about the young people. I won't say kids because we're technically not kids. Anyways, We'll be having conversations with other young people about their lives, journeys, situations, and what makes them happy. Adults may think that we're just kids, but we do have real problems and challenges. So let's talk about it. Today we have Halima Butner, and she is going to tell us about herself, life, and how life was as a younger person. Halima, please introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Halima Butner. It's really nice to be here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. It's very nice to have you. Thank you. So, please tell us a little detail about yourself. I'm 14 years old. I turn 15 in December. I'm starting high school at the end of this month, actually. I love to write. Writing is a really big passion of mine. I love to create and draw and read. I also love to listen to music. That's very good. So, I realized that you are called Princess Halima. Please tell me about it. Do you live in like your palace or something? Or your parents king and queen? <laughs> tell me, I want to visit sometime. Like, come on, tell me. <laughs> no, actually. So technically, my dad is a descendant of a king in a village in Guinea Conakry. But if I go back, they're not going to treat me like <laughs> it's still not relevant to this day. But yes, we are technically royalty. I do not live in a palace, <laughs> but I really wish I did. It sounds really cool. And the name Princess Halima came, my mom wanting to write an African princess book for other young girls that are from Africa because there aren't very many African or Black princess books out there. So she wanted to put it out there. And me being her first daughter, of course, she was going to use my name. That's very awesome. So I also saw that you wrote a flash fiction story called Timis. Tell us what was on your mind. What was your thoughts when you wrote it? It was mainly my aunt's idea. She said, you should write something because, as I said, I love to write. So I'm always writing something. And she was like, you should write something so we can put it on our website. And I was like, yeah, sure. What did you have in mind? 
So they ran some ideas by me and I was like, sure, I can do something that ties to African culture. And I focused on Gambia because I lived there for a little while. So I was like, what's something that's kind of scary because I love horror and thriller books. So (laughs) I decided to do something kind of scary and I started writing Timis. It's not that long, but I really enjoyed writing it. Yeah, I read it. It was so scary. I got so scared. <laughs> oh my gosh, is something going to come and get me? I'm like, no, we're going down in the night anymore. No more. That's kind of how I felt when I went to go get things when it was close to Timis time. So I kind of incorporated that. Yeah, another question. Is Timis an American word? What does Timis mean? Oh, how do I explain it? It's like right when the Avan before the nightly prayers that sounds off to signal, (laughs) how do I explain this? But yeah, it's like kind of when the sun is about to go down and it's said that when you're out during Timis, when the Adhan goes off, like jinns or like evil spirits come out and latch onto the people that are outside during that time. So yeah. (laughs) That's really awesome. So what are the challenges you faced in writing and in life? In writing, my main challenge would have to be finding the motivation to sit down and write something because I don't have a lack of like creativity. Anything can make me think up a story idea from like music to the type of weather, but actually sitting down and writing it and continuing on with the story after I've written like a paragraph or two, that's my main challenge. And in life, it would have to be maybe school because school can be really challenging at times and be really stressful. But Also, just, you know, having to grow up seeing such bad things happen to people of my religion and people of my skin color and fellow like women. So that's also a challenge that I have to face, but I'm trying to overcome it. We always find ways to deal with it. Yes. So what did you know now that you wish you knew when you were younger? I'd have to say that everything happens for a reason and that no matter how close you are with a friend, it is okay that when you guys drift apart, that's like completely normal and natural. Cause I've had a lot of friends that like, nothing really bad happened between us. It's just, we've started to kind of not talk as much and drift apart. So that's something I wish I knew when I was younger. So I didn't take it to heart as much. I wish I knew not to grow up so fast because- yeah. Now that we're older, we have so much responsibilities. Like I have to take Mm -hmm. care of my siblings. I have more priorities like homework and school. Yeah. Yeah, it just gets a little bit difficult. Yeah, exactly. That's also a really good one. So, hmm. Have you written any books yet? Not published books, but yes, I have eight at the moment. And would you like to publish them in the future? Maybe, but they're not really planned out stories. They're kind of just like the ideas I've had in my head and I wanted to get them down on paper. So I don't know if I'll publish them, but maybe someday. Okay, because I'd like to see some of your books so I can buy them. (laughs) Thank you. What would you like to be in the future? Would you like to continue writing books or do you have like another idea in your head? What would you like to do? I really love writing, (laughs) as you can tell. So I'd love to be an author, but I also have a fascination with animals, especially underwater animals. I just find the ocean amazing. (laughs) So 
I probably want to be a marine biologist when I get older. But of course, I'm going to continue writing. That's very awesome. Thank you. So me, myself, I don't really know what I want to be. But probably I'm thinking of neuroscience, just something with science. I don't really know. Oh, wow. I still got time. So I'm fine. Yes, you do. (laughs) But neuroscience is a really cool science field. Yes. But it's a lot of work, though. So (laughs) (laughs) now that you're going to high school, is there any like struggles you think you have? Do you feel like more pressure than you did when you were in middle school? Yes, definitely. Mainly because high school, your grades affect how you get into college, what kind of colleges you get into. But also it's like, I wouldn't say the prime of your life, but the very prime of your childhood. You're older, so you're able to do more things. You can go places mainly by yourself, but you're still a kid, so you don't have as many responsibilities. So there's also a little bit of pressure to enjoy my years. But in high school itself, I mainly want to focus on getting my schoolwork done so I can get into my dream college, which is Spelman University. And that's really my only (laughs) nervousness or any struggle I think I'm going to have. Hopefully I don't get bullied. That's something that I don't want to happen. That's very awesome. So... What lessons are you learning now about yourself or life in general? About myself would have to be that I'm more of an introvert. I'm not a very outgoing (laughs) center of attention kind of person. I'm more of a like by myself or with my close group of people. I'm okay with that. That's just who I am. While my younger brother is, you know, the center of attention, loves to be in the middle of the room. But that's okay. That's him and that's me. So that's what I've learned about myself and what I've learned about life. (laughs) In my short 14 years, I've learned there's nothing like that serious. Everything happens for a reason, I said before. And as long as I'm not hurting anybody, nobody's hurting me, there's nothing ever that serious. So I should just do what I love and let other people do what they love and enjoy the life that God has given us. Yes, that's very important. Yes. What helped you to write your book? Did you get support from your family? What encouragement did you get when you were writing your fiction story? I do get a lot of support from my family. You know, my mom has been writing Princess Halima story and the Samba and Butch series. So writing has been all over my family. So I didn't feel much pressure when it came to that. They really supported me. And they still support me to this day. They're very kind. (laughs) They have really helped me a lot with my story. And I'm really grateful for that. That's awesome. Family support is very important. It helps Mm -hmm. our self-esteem. It helps us take care of ourselves. It must have taken a lot of confidence to write your flash fiction story. It did. I was kind of nervous when posting it. I was like, oh, no, are they not going to like it? Are they going to think it's too short? Is it too weird? But I'm glad that people, especially you, enjoyed it. I'm really glad. So what advice can you give to a young person who feels like life is hard, that they can't live, like that life is too hard for them? Oh, I would have to say the advice that I would give would have to be finding coping mechanisms like journaling, writing down how you feel. It really helps to get how you're feeling out there, but also listening to music. Like I said, I love to listen to music and it always helps put me in a good mood or, you know, like let my feelings out. If I feel like I want to cry, then I'll put on some sad music and cry my eyes out. (laughs) If I feel 
like I want to pick me up or put on some happy music so I can dance around my room. It's really helpful. But also affirmations, like on my whiteboard in front of my desk, I have affirmations that help like say, you're beautiful, you're smart, you can do whatever you put your mind to. And I find that really helpful. Something else would have to be finding ways to express yourself. Like if you love to draw, draw. If you love to make music, make music. If you love to write, write. <laughs> like journal, dance, do whatever makes you happy to bring yourself out of the tough situation that you're in. Yes, that's very important. So do you have one more advice you'd like to give to people? Advice? Yeah. Like in general or to something specific? In general, like how to help them. Just know that no matter how repetitive it sounds, it really does get better. It may take a little while, but trust me, it will get better as long as you believe that it will get better. No matter how hopeless it seems or how bad your situation may be, just know that you can get out of it and things will really get better. Thank you. This conversation was powerful. Thanks for coming on and talking with me. Of course. Thank you for having me. You can find her flash fiction story in the link below when this podcast is posted. Bye, guys. Hope you learned something from this. Thank you for listening to the Barrier Breakers Corner podcast. If you liked what you heard, please give us a five-star review and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, share with those you think can benefit from this information. Please email all questions, suggestions, and compliments to the Podcast at gmail.com. The Barrier Breakers Corner Podcast is produced by the Podcast Laundry Production Company and executive produced by Joyce Donkor. The podcast music was written by Chidi Omenihu and produced by Andy Official in the Gambia, West Africa. Cause they can move.